welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. That's a welcome back to me, since these gentlemen were solo last week. I'm sure you were great. I was so on vacation, I didn't listen. I don't remember anything we talked about. There were rave reviews from the podcast press when when the episode hit the shelves. Limited edition. Another another flawless show. 9.8 in Pitchfork. Look at that. I like old Pitchfork ratings. You go through them and it's like, like I don't know, like Destin Classic. It'll be like like 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang, 3.8. <laughs> They'll go back Garbage. in time just to hate on it. I respect that. Makes me want to go back to like national championship teams and be like, Michigan, shared title, right? 97, was it? Yeah. Yeah, 97. Michigan, shared title, 5.4. Go bigger, man. Breathable oxygen, oxygen, two point six. I mean, without breathable oxygen, we wouldn't have any of these problems. So, <laughs> wouldn't have any of this garbage music. None. I, I'll go this. Bear, Bear Bryant, two point three. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, don't don't take it up with me. Take it up with Pitchfork. Pitchfork. That's a Pitchfork review. You can't get mad at us. We're reporting. Then me. We're, we're reporters. Go go go! Yell at some nerd named Topher, who thinks animal who thinks Animal Collective was actually good. We're the sports reporters. You've heard of them? That's us. That's us. I'm. <laughs> That's our show. I'm Mike. I'm Mike Lupica. I'm also Mike Lupica. <laughs> and Jason is Mike Lupica. I'm Mike Lupica. I don't know who that is. I am him. He's um he is kind of if Tom Crane was an elf, an angry elf. Uh so this is the charity episode and you're probably thinking, "Hey, didn't you do uh this charity drive for hurricane relief fucking forever ago?" Um yes. Yes, we did. And weren't you supposed to read all of these friendly comments and jokes months ago? Yes. Yes, we were. But to that I say, we took forever to do this, an unimportant task in the grand scheme of things. We appreciate everybody who donated to this more than we can say. But overall, looking at the world, this is not the most important thing. Are we still going to get this done before the United States gets power back to all of Puerto Rico? Yup! Sure are! Yep, yep still. And that's why I'm running for president. Who's your running mate? Jason. Hmm. What's Spencer's job? Campaign manager? Um, we're going to be late to some speeches. TBD? 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 Yeah, that's that's a TBD. I'm going to be, I'm going to be working behind the scenes. Let's Uh put it that way. Off off Spencer's Russia. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Spencer's our minister of spam. Mm. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like Zangief. That's why I did that. (laughs) Requires going on Facebook. Don't know if we're pulling this one out, boys. No, you just pay some Russians to do it. That's it. I like. I like now that Facebook is um, Facebook's failing. I'm just going to say that now. You could just say that in America, right? Like I just be like the failing. I just be like the failing Alabama football program. I mean, come on. They needed to go to their backup quarterback to win a game. Mm-hmm. They haven't won a game in over a month. So, yeah, I'm just saying. United States men's curling team. Just want a medal. What have you done, Bama? And that's with two-star recruits. <laughs> Easily. That's with them Big Ten recruits. That's what curling's pulling out of. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how good we'd be if we got some of those quality athletes from the South curling? Hmm? Same. Yeah, but you can't eat pizza. You gotta give up pizza, so. <laughs> not not necessary. <laughs> I'm telling you, we can get some shapely 290-pound boys and some form-fitting golf shirts just spinning that rock, throwing <clears throat> stones. Can you imagine if our entire country was devoted toward curling, like, delete d- basketball, football? Like, if, if, Jerry, if Jerry Jones was a billionaire curling team owner? Yes, yes. If we had millions of teenagers playing curling. And all we wanted to do was win every curling gold medal for the next 100 years. We can listen, do it listen, these, listen, these curling teams, uh, I just don't enjoy it if they get paid, okay? I like that they're in for the love of the ice, for the love of the stones, all right? And they're getting an education. That's the important thing. It's not about the revenue they bring in. 
Okay. What about the life experience they get? How, they wouldn't be able to curl at a professional level without the without the tutelage of their highly paid college coaches like Randy Edsel. Randy Edsel is a, a very accomplished coach in this universe. Hey, by the way, welcome to the resistance, Randy Edsel. <laughs> Randy Edsel's third eye done opened up at some point. Exactly. Who got who got massively woke this this week? Leave him massively in for a while, and he breaks out some <laughs> deep thoughts on you. I hope, I hope Randy Edsel. I hope Randy Edsel was doing his taxes, like hadn't done them in years. I'm sort of like, ah, oh, fine. I'll like catch up on uh, all the way back to 2013. At the same time, he was reading, you know, oh, college athletes don't get paid, and he looked. He looked at his taxes. He looked at his income. He looked at college athletes don't get paid, and he thought about his time. He was like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's that's pretty fucked up. Or maybe he he would just he just thought like for the first time in years how much money do I make probably like sixty thousand right that's that's about I what <laughs> maybe he had enough in his bank account whatever that is right like maybe it finally like one last job and then I'm out yeah tick <laughs> and he just it just hit that amount and he was like possessions mean nothing to me anymore I've hit that fine leverage point the tipping point between Earning and not being able to give away all the money I have. Material concerns have become irrelevant for me, and now I can actually be a principled human being. Because uh, on the 23rd at 1.41 p.m., Randy Edsel joined the resistance. Welcome, comrade. Because he tweeted, with NCAA football, oh, and he tagged him. He put him right in there. Proposal 2017-99, adopted colleges and universities, will employ more people in their scouting departments than the NFL and still not paying the players with all the money being brought into the conferences. We've become a farm system. Oh, did he put a rhetorical hashtag in there? Brother, you bet he did. Hashtag pay the players. Hashtag destroy capitalism. <laughs> Hashtag follow Jacobin magazine. Hashtag birdie. Hashtag no to Hillary. Yeah, that's... That's what Randy Randy's out here. <laughs> Hashtag Akon, huh? Interesting. <laughs> Hashtag Zoodles? What? <laughs> Zucchini noodles. He's just crazy about them. Uh, this this episode's going great. Um I'm just gonna dive in. So um like we said, we have a lot of God. We got a lot of ads to get through on this episode, so I'm going to start uh, with this, this read from Ethan. Ethan, so Ethan kind of misunderstood the assignment, but I think in the context of what was going, how we usually do charity drives and how we did this one, it's understandable. He said, I challenge Cal and Stanford fans, and yes, he did spell Stanford with a U um, mm. to emphasize that Stanford is bad, uh, mm -hmm. to see which well-heeled fan base can raise more money to help folks in Puerto Rico go Bears. First of all, Ethan, thank you for your donation. Go Bears, etc. I would be lying if I had like a good estimation of who pulled ahead in this race, but here's what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to unveil a little bit of early 2018 college football news um, that I think will, if not make Cal fans happy, at least maybe makes my fellow 12 Stanford fans very upset. Um, not rooting for Stanford this college football season didn't root for them last season decided it was a one-year thing took last year off mostly just you know did the yukon husky dog that was the only thing i really loved and cared about um spencer guess who i am rooting for guess who i've adopted as my team for 2018 well let me go back and just go to uh let's see vitally important um Vitally important Stanford support going to vitally important support of antiquated cartoon dog. So that to me says you're supporting, um, let's see, Iowa State. Notre Dame. I don't know you. I'm going to be a Notre Dame fan in 2018. But here's <laughs> the twist. I'm going to be extremely sexual about it. Like, so, oh my God, I'm just going to be so sexual for Notre Dame in both directions. Win, lose, it's all kink to me. It's all kinky as hell. I love it. I'm so disturbed by this. 
like like i i almost i really in principle you have to go into that cave alone hey, hey which spencer. again spencer hmm. play like a champion yes. today <laughs> <laughs> i'm so but but having said that that you have to do this by yourself i'm not gonna kink shame you well, Thank I think we'll, we'll find at some point that he's not actually doing this by himself. He'll fi- he'll find no, a subreddit no. for this. R slash fucking Irish. It's the spanking Irish, okay? Okay. It's the spanking Irish. Um, one of you, please get us off of this topic as fast as possible. Oh God, I'm so I'm so disturbed, but fascinated. I need help. Just picture just picture the Notre Dame mascot with a ball gag, and you'll feel much better. Whoever tweets that at Ryan first will win a prize. Do you want to know what the prize is? No, you don't. Um, okay. I, I, here's, um, here's go one ahead, we Jason. Have to read from Mac Renner. Um, this was a pretty geniusly worded one. I'm going to guess Mac is an attorney of some sort. He said, uh, instead of a read, I'd like you to play Boomer Sooner as the background music for the other reads. Everyone loves that song, and we all know the audio quality is the show's hallmark. Uh, it just so happens that this was presented during the episode that's nothing but reads. So I believe from this point forth in the podcast, Boomer Schooner has to be playing faintly in the background for the entire rest of the episode. Um, I'll assume that's happening now, and it'll just not stop. Correct. I've made it happen. There is no escape. It'll. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it like super faint at points so people will think, oh, I guess it's done. And then out of nowhere, I'm just going to bump it right back up. <laughs> there it is. It's back. Whoa, the dog started barking. <laughs> they love the Sooners. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we can do that. Um, Spencer, please, please pick one. Please pick a read. I'm going to pick Stephen Black. Stephen Black, um, who made a donation. Thank you, Stephen. He said, I just want you to say... <clears throat> Despite constantly trashing this place, Washington, D.C. is secretly my favorite city. There, I just said it. Just said it. You, you didn't say I had to say it was true. I just had to say it. And I'm, I'm saying it with some bitterness because I have to go there this week. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, lucky you. You get to stay uh, where? I'm, I'm going to California, actually. You still there? Do you need me to bring back the kinky Irish thing, or...? <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be better. It's the only thing that can make that makes him feel. Why do you think Brian Kelly's so purple? He's getting choked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoo! So, oh my God, so sexy Irish football. This is all for See? charity, folks. <laughs> all for charity. I'm still like I'm still like now hung on this right because now I'm like I'm like oh You're what on this yeah, yeah yeah no I just yeah I just did that yeah See? I was also gonna say you know what uh, Notre Dame and defer is because they were spanking a tiger this New Year's weren't they oh huh? boy ooh ooh Woo! that's Spice. right spicy I imagine by the way LSU fans completely like kink shame proof. Like despite being oh, yeah. despite being in the heart of the deep south, you could be like, "Yeah, all LSU fans are furries." Somebody to come back at you like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. No, I'm pretty sure LSU fans only recognized like the old popes that had horse and concubines. They're like, "Yeah, that's a real pope." <laughs> a, I think if you call pope. if you call an LSU fan a furry, you'd have to explain to them what that means, and then they'd say, "Oh yeah, I'm dead." <laughs> I know, they'd be like, is one of them Mike the Tiger? It's legit then. It's fine. It's totally fine. All right, I'm going to do this one from uh, Parker, who asked that someone on the podcast do one hate and ass style joke about a game's results. Doesn't matter which, whichever, whatever you think is funniest or easiest. This may not be either, but again, this podcast is already a goddamn disaster. So, <clears throat> um,. Unsurprisingly, I chose the national championship game for this live hate Asbury. We haven't done a lot of these live. They're usually easier to write because then you can say horrible things and feel somewhat detached from them. The internet, it's a wonderful place. Um, but he- here goes. Well, I call Georgia John Hammond because uh, they spared no expense. 
built something magnificent and powerful, thought they were in full control, and then damn if they didn't get eaten by an island native. <laughs> That's good. Boomer Sooner's still playing. Just remember that. All right. It always sounds a little bit like it's going to be Indiana Jones. I enjoy I enjoy the fact that Boomer Sooner has no point. It doesn't. You mean you mean, you mean Indy Landry Jones? Yeah, Indy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is the Indiana Jones saga about somebody who's just wearing a knee brace the whole time. Just picture mm. Landry Jones running away from the big rolling boulder. How far would he get? Sack. That's a short movie. Smush. Just those knees, knees pumping up, up above his chin. I was going to say, with awkward running is a hallmark of all Hollywood films, so I think Landry Jones is right in key here. Jason, you got one? Uh, from Michael Stock. Here's the message. Hey there, Sonny. This is the year of the eight. Is this from a movie or something? I don't know. I honestly don't know what this okay. means. Um, so what I did was I put some deep research in the, into the numerology of the number eight, which means mm-hmm. I Googled it and clicked the first thing that came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this fella says that I, sh- I shouldn't. I, it's, I'm not, it's not clear. Oh, yes, it is. It's Hans. So it is a fella. Um, it says eight is misunderstood, and, and people always seem to hammer on the money and power image of the eight. So apparently there's a debate in the numerology message boards about um, what eight means. And Hans is sick of everyone pinning money and power on eight. Uh, Hans says it's more about balance um, between material and spiritual and so forth, which I don't know, man. Uh, this doesn't sound like the year of that. This is the year of the balance of the material and spiritual. That is not you. No, nobody who listens to this podcast believe that believes that to be true. What year was the balance of that? Of the material and the spiritual. Yeah. Prob probably like. Uh, when when was the first dot com? When did the dot com bubble burst? I feel like it was. I feel like it was then. Yeah. First yeah, one. so I feel yeah, so like as eh, spiritual spirituality was probably pretty low, material wealth was pretty low. Yeah, right around there. Okay, so they met at the bottom. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that works. Yeah, hey, All balance right. is balance. So here we have Michael. Thanks, Michael, for writing to us from the year nineteen ninety nine. That year was awful. Your your pants are too large, son. <laughs> Jinko's forever. Spencer, you got one. I am going to shout out uh Pete Merkels. I hope I'm saying your name correctly, sir. Merkles, as in plural, not just one Merkel. Nope, we got we got a whole slew of Merkles over here. And his is very simple. He says, uh, "Because Americans help out other Americans," which is true. Americans help out either Americans, even if those other Americans are so paralyzingly dumb that they do things you cannot excuse or forgive, but you will. You will, because you have to. Like making you think about erotic Notre Dame fan fiction for an entire year. God well, damn you, There's nothing fictitious about it. It's really- <laughs> this is the worst. Oh. All right. Uh, so we, unsurprisingly, over the course of this charity drive, we got many people asking us to do various voices, which is fun because um, Spencer's pretty good at them. Jason's very good at them, and I'm terrible at them, but we're going to try it anyway. Uh, we're going to start with this one. Uh, this is from John, who wants to hear a conversation between the Sandman, Coach O, and Alex Jones. He said he wanted this to happen at the dog park, but we're taking our own liberties with this. So we are going to be reading a scene from Star Wars A New Hope, um, in which, if I have this right, Jason is going to be reading... Obi-Wan Kenobi as the Sandman. Uh, I'm going to be Luke Skywalker as the Coach O, and Spencer is going to be Princess Leia as Alex Jones. It's fine. It's fine. This will work. This is good. Yeah, whenever whenever you're ready. 
Now let's see if we can't figure out what you are, my little friend, and where you come from. Oh, I saw part of the message he was... Luke is cut short as the recorded image of the beautiful young rebel princess is projected from R2's face. I seem to have found it. Luke stops his work as the lovely girl's image flickers before his eyes. <clears throat> General Kenobi, years ago, you served our father in the Clone Wars. I begged you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I'm unable to present our father's request you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. I placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, only one can over your mind with hope. There's a little static, and the transmission's got short. Old Ben leans back and scratches his head. He silently puffs on a tarnished chrome water pipe. Luke has stars in his eyes. Jen, he vaped? He vaped! Yeah, he vaped. Sorry, go ahead. You must learn the ways of the Force if you're gonna come with me to Atlantic City. Oh, Atlantic City! I'm not going to no Atlantic City! I gotta go home, it's late! Coach O in for it as it is! I need your help, Coach O! She needs your help! I'm getting too old for this sort of thing! Oh, I'm gonna go to oh, I'm gonna go to Tasha Station pick up some power converters. That's what I call a quarterback who you just have run the ball straight up the gut. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's your uncle talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very Sandman line to end on. I, well, the only part I like, well, I forgot the voice until halfway through, but the part I do like is Obi Wan is literally the Sandman in A New Hope. Yes, it's true. He's the Sandman. He's just out there vaping. Handing out hot tips. <laughs> you know, you hey, gotta... you know what else the Sandman does in, in A New Hope? He cuts someone's arm off in a bar. That's some deep Sandman shit, right? Like, you owe me money! Also, also, how, how do they get into um, to the bar in the first place? With a little poker face. Says, no, nah, we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't holding nothing. Let's just... Let's just... <laughs> What hey, all things are, all things are true from just a certain perspective. Like, hey, you owe me money. Uh, no, no, my friend, you'll owe me money later. Right now, I just pre owe you money by by owing you money. It's just the yeah. Hey, the Cowboys are favored by five from a certain <laughs> point of view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one hurt. That's excellent. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll 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 wait before we uh before we keep going on that. I will we'll run through a few. There are a few shout outs we have to give here. Um Rob Lippold, Richard Oxier, Kevin Smith, Richard Muntz, Chris Socha, Daniel Alu, Caitlin and Landon Mock, thank you very much for your donations. Go Trojans, go buffs, somewhere in there. Probably screwed up half your names again. This whole thing's a disaster, and I'm sorry. I'll never get better. Hmm. All right. Uh, is it my turn? Because I think I have to do a really special one here. Yes, please do. Okay. Uh, which is from Jordan Smith, who has a very particular request from us, and uh, one that I'm going to do my, my damnedest to This is to This fulfill. is very well suited for you. Very well suited. For it, it it is and it isn't right because uh, it involves something that that I have some experience with, which is far, you know foreign travel and Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Uh, the the reason that it's really not is that I have to read something and talk at the same time, but I can do that, okay? Which is the menu, all right? Here we here here we go now. Uh, this is from Jordan. My wife and I visit her parents in Japan every Christmas season. Her parents live very much in the sticks, if that's a thing in Japan. It's pretty dope, actually. Right? Because, like, Japan's pretty orderly, so, like, it's country, but it's clean. It's not like you're living in the South Carolina of Japan. But if you are, the South Carolina Japan still way nicer than, like, I don't know. <clears throat> South, South Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> um... And your wonderful bold podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, maybe the only time they've been described as wonderful, Jordan. Are the soundtrack as I run through the Japanese countryside in the mornings. Another thing about Japan, is they're really into KFC. Especially around Christmas time. Love that. 
And I know you'll have serious chicken takes. Completely accurate. I've attached an English menu, and here's a link to their Christmas menu. There's Which a... I, sh- I should point out the link is dead because we did this so late. So sorry. <laughs> it's it's true. But it's I true. did I did pull I did pull the English menu, so we have that at least. Yes, we we do have the English menu uh, to look at for KFC. If you think the English menu in Japan is the same as the menu you might get here at KFC, my friend, you are incorrect. Because as I've been telling anyone who will listen, you are being robbed. American quality of life is on the decline, and other countries are getting a better piece of it. You know why? You're not eating enough fast food. That's why. That's what, the- you know. It's weird because you hear um, the United Nations, Doctors Without Borders, the World Health Organization, all these people. They say the same things. America, <clears throat> if America wants to turn around, more fast food. That's correct. That's correct. This is definitely not. Yeah, this is definitely not a sponsor of this podcast. Big fast food. It is. They're paying us. So, uh, what Jordan wants us to do is he wants us, if you wouldn't mind having a look and giving me your best, boldest chicken <clears throat> or shrimp. It gets weird over there. Takes on the menu. I'd thoroughly enjoy it. Doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but I figure y'all might enjoy just looking at these things. If I get the chance, I'll try to take the recommendation while we're over there and put down some KFC. Uh, I highly recommend that because uh, if you haven't, Fast food's better in other countries. For instance, New Zealand, they'll give you the double McChicken. They'll give you all kinds of stuff, right? And nicer restaurants. Because fast food still has to try. There's still hope overseas for fast food. Here, strictly maintenance. Strictly like they're just going to give you the bare minimum. But looking at the English menu, which I hope you gentlemen have pulled up. I have. Okay. Oh, first of all, KFC overseas, it's way better. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's chemicals they can use that we can't use. I don't know if their chickens are more laced with narcotics and addictive substances. I don't know if it's just the faint taste, the the, the spice of dislocation and homesickness that makes it so much better. But KFC is way better in China. Way better. It's just greasier. It's tastier. There's, There's no semblance of even like a novelty wave at the concept of health. It's just better. It's probably the same in Japan. I'm guessing. Because they're like, KFC, that's not food. We don't have to regulate it. <laughs> I guess we can kiss It's like KFC. diet pills. Yeah, no, it's like diet pills. They're like, that's not even medicine. Who would think that's medicine? <laughs> Who would think this is food? Why would we inspect it? So yeah, when, we, when we say KFC is way better elsewhere, do we mean like it rises to below average no 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 i'll I'll say i'll say it gets up to good i'll take it i'll take it out to good yeah no i i can't either but it really does and that's not just you know deprivation talking nope gets up to actually good so if i was looking at this you have your standard combos which are great i enjoy that um the translation is secret recipe secret recipe combo Combos A through C, they're standard. Uh, there is something. They have red hot chicken, which sounds pretty dope, actually. But not just that. They have red hot shrimp. This does not look can... like it does not look like shrimp in the picture. No. It looks no, like it... a fl- it looks like a flaky mozzarella stick. It does. It looks like an objectivist egg roll, is what it <laughs> looks like, okay? It looks like somebody deep deep fried like a Playmobil character. <laughs> Exactly. It looks like if somebody imagined a chicken finger as drawn by Paul Cezanne, right? <laughs> like that. That's what it looks like. And frankly, I don't appreciate the disrespect in your voice because it looks delicious. Oh, I'd eat it. Okay. Yeah. Let's be clear. I would eat this. Yeah. There's something called a chicken non-bind sandwich set. Looks like a gigantic fried chicken sandwich. Looks like flames. Looks really good. Apparently served with coffee. In this, which I, I'm not, I don't know about that. That's a lot no, but, to throw no, at your but stomach they at do, once. They do. If you scroll down in the drink menu, they got iced coffee. So I respect that game. Absolutely. Also, can I give you this? This is the drink menu at the Chinese, or I'm sorry, this is the Japanese KFC menu. The Japanese KFC menu offers Pepsi Cola, Oolong Tea, Iced Tea, Ginger Ale, Iced Coffee, <clears throat> and the last two are bangers because... They offer orange drink, proper name, 
Shouldn't be Fanta or anything. All orange sodas, orange drink. And melon soda. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling every single there's bit of only, this. There's only one thing on this menu that truly confused. And that's if you will okay. go to the bottom left corner of the menu. We're under sandwiches and side menus. Um... This whole thing is arranged in such a way, it's like a form that you're, it's like a government form you're supposed to fill out, it feels like, which is a little disconcerting, but that's fine. Um, I want to talk about Vegetable Twister. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. Is this just like a wrap with french fries and peppers in it? Yeah, what's not good about that? No, it's just, it's fine. It seems, um... I like the one called Pepper Mayo Twister. That's not, It's like... The spiciest thing in Indiana. <laughs> like, ooh, pepper mayo. It put, you know what? It, it put Uncle Jim in the ER. He had the hiccup, something awful. So, yeah, no. If I'm going to give, if I'm going to give uh, the, the straight up on this, like the way to go uh, to get your maximal Japanese KFC experience, easy, man. You got to go to the double red hot pack for just 1,090 yen. You get two pieces of the Paul Cezanne Cubist shrimp. Uh, you get two pieces of chicken. And you get what is listed on the menu as not fries, but kerneling potatoes. I, th- this is this is banging, man. This is a deal. This is awesome. That's like $10 American. So I think that's fair. Because it's, it's red hot, you know. No, absolutely fine. You know, this is, by the way, like the comparison you can do on this all day. Uh, is amazing because like you can go to the KFC. Did you know like KFC in Hong Kong serves like barbecue chicken? Bold. Like they just straight up give up on the entire concept of just being about fri- fried chicken, and they're like, whatever, man. We'll serve fried. Ch- we'll serve you baked chicken. We'll give you burgers. They have burgers. They have something called the Flava F L A V A roast chicken burger with ham. What kind? Of godless but fascinating KFC is this? I like it. Mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just because I'm curious. I'm gonna check out the Italian KFC menu. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I know. God. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 garbage. Madness. It's, they, have, they have something called <clears throat> a na- a nami meal. G N A M M Y. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I refuse to find out. Complete garbage. I will I will also say, if you get the variety bucket at the Burmese, the Myanmar, the Yangon KFC, the only one in the whole country, you can get a family meal that has two giant things of rice, a bunch of popcorn chicken, four orders of fries, and for some reason, four egg tarts with coleslaw. I want to back up here. I have found one redeeming uh, free feature of the Italian KFC menu. So they have a, um, first of all, some of the names of this shit is fucking ridiculous. They have a chicken wrap called the Box Master, which (laughs) (laughs) is like a, it's like a Silent Hill villain that doesn't even make sense. But they have, so they have salads and you're like, okay, chicken and salad that goes together. And they have, um, three that appear to be chicken varieties, two fried, one grilled, different sort of like veggie combos that... Uh, go with them. But then they have one, uh, and I'm going to try my best Italian here, Insalatona Hash Brown. It's a fucking salad with two whole hash browns plopped down in the middle of it. Brother, that's, that's it. That's, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it's a salad, time. ain't it? It's good for you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a salad with two... Oh my god. <clears throat> yep. Bless you, Italy. You are a terrible, terribly run country. And you'll probably bro- be broke by the time we release this episode, but you have hash brown salad, so you can't be stopped. Coming up next week, you can send in college football jokes that we'll read to fund the government of Italy. <laughs> hey, listen, broke is a matter of accounting. Hash brown salad, that's a matter of innovation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's do... Let's do this one. This is from Alex Kane. Um, Alex uh, said he had thought about using his ad read to point out all the blown calls in the 2003 Florida Florida State game, mm. and yeah, we're just we're not going to do that because mm-hmm. a it feels it literally is forever ago. 
So I've moved past it. We all should move past it. A lot of things have, hap- have happened for both teams in between. Chris Ricks has had amazing NFL success. Just can't speak highly enough about his career accomplishments. Um, cradle of quarterbacks, Florida State, absolutely. But no, he instead he decided to promote his debut novel, Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection, an audiobook exclusive from audible studios so this is a plug for that book i um i did take the time to check out i'm probably like a third 40 percent of the way through it and it's it's very enjoyable it's sort of um it's kind of like the tick meets office space in some way so uh if that sounds interesting to you you should go to audible and you should check out check out this book that's that's capitalism through charity i'm fine with that hustle never sleeps yeah, I mean, Alex is probably going to be more solvent than Italy, so that's props hey, to you. That that take a dollar, and Alex, buddy, I think we just got you a dollar. Congratulations, your economy <laughs> greater than Italy's. Uh, and also, Alex is also not in the World Cup, and nobody cares. That's true. That's that's something else you have in common with Italy. Let's just not talk about where the United States is there. By the way, let's just, just slide right past it. I'm Sean Ramosverum. I'm the host of Today Explained, a new show from Vox. It's an all-killer, no-filler daily news explainer that'll drop every afternoon. But not on the weekend. Our show's going to explain the news every way we know how. Clips, radio drama, maybe even a song. Today, Today Explained. Today Explained. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Um, Let's see. Jason, you mind if I cut you in line here? I got a good one and I'm ready to go. Yeah, if you're feeling it. Feeling it. <clears throat> this is from uh, Ben Narodic. His name is N-A-R-O-D-I-C-K. It could be narrow. What we're saying is it could be narrow dick. That's why I'm going with Narodic, right? But we're going to go with I'm, Narodic. That's why I'm going with, <laughs> I'm going ben? with the easy... Hey, Ben, ben you, you're a fucking hero. You are, and... You, you gave generously, and we really appreciate that. That's why I'm going to go hard on this, also because I feel really passionate about it. Please explain why class photos for children aren't a money pit scam, and why it's okay to spend up to $100 on them. I'm okay if this means lying to me. Ben, I'm going to tell you there's a lot of scams. A lot of scams involving your children that are camouflaged as institutions. For example... Uh, there are people out there. They're somewhere out there, and I don't know who they are. But they still get class rings, okay? Let me tell you, it's perfectly okay to not get a class ring, okay? Rings, there's really only one thing that we use them for in society. Maybe two, okay? If you wear one on your left hand on the ring finger, okay? A.K.A. the third finger, that means you're married, okay? And if you wear multiple rings, say five to nine to maybe even 11 or 12 on... It means you are Johnny Depp or you're Steven Tyler. And uh, you're aspiring to some sort of wealthy, dipsomaniacal, gypsy, hobo, uh, on a private jet kind of lifestyle, okay? Or at least you're aspiring to it. That lets us know what you're working with, right? You're like Jimmy Goldstein uh, or or Johnny Depp or Steven Tyler. It lets us know to, to get out of your way and hand you a scarf. Let you know that for every holiday, you can just get this person... Some form of colorful scarf. That's what that means, okay? Otherwise, class ring that is a complete fraud. It's just it's just fraud. It's just it's it's a scheme. It's a hustle. Don't don't bother engaging with it, okay? However, spending class money to buy class photos for your children is a valuable asset. And here's why. They're deeply embarrassing to your children later. <laughs> deeply embarrassing it's an investment in future shame it is it is and you're gonna need it right now they're small they occasionally get the better of you uh because you simply can't pay attention to what they're doing 100 percent of the time okay sometimes they're gonna get chips off the cabinet when you're not looking you're gonna have to let them have that okay but later on they're gonna become more powerful than you they're just gonna be younger they'll be faster they won't have as much stuff so they won't have to, like, I don't know, unearth themselves from it when they need something, right? Which is probably where you're already at in life, okay? Um, you know, toys, maybe a couch that fell on you. These these happen to parents, by the way. If you don't have kids... Did your children, did your children throw a couch on you again? Again, yeah. They did. It's fine. But I prevailed. 
they're in bed and I'm not, and that means I'm the adult. <laughs> Who has to go to bed now, Dad? <laughs> Dad would like to. Oh, please let Dad go to bed. Please let Dad go to bed. Ironically, my only form of triumph is something I don't want. <laughs> Ta-da! So here's why. You should spend $100 to get those, okay? You're going to forget that it's picture day. Uh-huh. That's going to happen. And you might feel like a bad parent for a minute. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. But when you send them in the same, like, I don't know, if your school's got uniforms, that's good. You're going to send them with, like, their collar half-cocked up, right? Or you'll send them where they don't have a haircut or something. And you'll send it later, and they'll go in, and you'll go, Oh, God, it was picture day! And you get the proofs back, and you go, Cool, my kid looks like the one who the dog chewed on, right? Before he got in front of the camera, or she got in front of the camera. It doesn't matter. The sight of your younger selves is a mortification. It is a shame. It is something you will feel bad about every single time you look at it. Everyone else is going to be cool. They're going to be like... Oh, look, there's that younger version of you. That's so adorable. You didn't know anything. Wow. And you're going to look at it and go, man. I hate him. I hate him so much. What a a helpless worm just lying there. It's amazing that you're still above ground. He did nothing to to help me survive. That's right. You need to hold on to that as a parent because you need to come back because they're going to get big for their britches. They're going to be like, hey, mom, can I steal the car again? Like that's. You need to go ahead and have those pictures waiting, all right? The worst ones, okay? So look at it that way. This year, you might not get $100 worth of control of humiliation out of it. In two years, you might not. But I guarantee you, one of those is going to hit for like at least $1,000 worth of potential future reminder and damage uh, against what that person was. Signed, somebody who showed up for their sixth grade picture in a dirty flannel shirt with bad hair and a giant zit on my cheek. <laughs> I'm proud of younger you. I'm not. I don't understand that person at all, actually. No, 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 no. I'd beat his ass. You're the only person I know of who I see, like, pictures of you in, like, high school or even college. It's sort of like the effect they did um, in the first Captain America movie where you're like, oh, look, it's, uh, it's the handsome man, but they made him digitally skinny. And it's like, who is this? This is not Spencer. This is some sort of, like, Brillo pad with feelings and a soul patch. I never had a soul patch. How dare you? (laughs) Somewhere in there, there's a soul patch. No, not once. I've tried every doomed facial hairstyle known to man. Never a soul patch. I might have been projecting there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you have a soul patch? I don't have to answer your goddamn questions. Oh, my God. Fortunately, you're not on Facebook, so you'll never fucking find out. Oh my god, did you zoom past Florida and go right to Inland California? I am. If never you have a photo of Ryan with a soul patch, tweet it at Spencer, please. <laughs> Shit. It's fine, as long as they don't find the mustache picture. That's the really bad. <laughs> no, that one's got style. The soul patch is a cry for help. Yeah, I was a sophomore in college. That's all you do. I don't care. I don't care. Jason, read a read. Can I get um? Can I get some more boomer sooner? Boomer sooner in my headphones, please. <laughs> can we can we crank this max volume? Can we can we turn up the boomer sooner as loud as it will possibly go in the listeners' headphones? Because I have to soundtrack this from an anonymous sooner's fan who wants you to never forget. Texas lost to Kansas and Maryland in football. And we ain't talking Mangino, Kansas. We ain't talking Freegian, Maryland. We ain't talking Bear Bryant, Maryland. We're talking recent Kansas and Maryland in football. And probably also Kansas in basketball. And probably also Maryland in various um, extremely Caucasian sports. Yeah. Yeah. Rowing lacrosse. It's a new one. It's crew lacrosse. Water Water, lacrosse. Is that the same as water polo? Water lacrosse home mortgage. No, that would be water polo. They don't have sticks. So... You'd be so so sticks. oh so water polo is for pores. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, this that's hey Texas, <laughs> that sounds like a sport for you. Water lacrosse, water lacrosse, like like middle class people are too poor to play it. That's that's right up Texas's alley. So this is this is a fair this is a fair thing to point out. Um, however, 
I'm on Winsipedia. I'm looking at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, you know, just a tremendous program. Sixth in all-time winning percentage. Has winning records against almost everybody that they've played multiple times. Yeah, there are some teams on here that they have a losing record against. Miami and Clemson, um, Notre Dame. They have one in Texas. Um, there's one that stands out. Oklahoma's 1-3 against Northwestern. Wow. As a Medill grad, I, um, I knew this already. Proudly. And and the one came in 1939. Hmm. Most recently, they played in 1997. Northwestern won 24 to 0. So this is why Man. Oklahoma's scared to join the Big Ten. <laughs> I think I think we know who the better program is. The numbers are clear. The numbers are very clear. The numbers do not lie. They cannot lie. You're listening to NPR. Um, let's see. All right, should we do another group read? Now let's get that over with. Yeah. Okay. So this one com- this one comes from Blake. Um, he wants us to do five minutes. Blake, we're not doing five minutes. No, no. Right. Um, this is going to be Spencer's Mac, Spencer's Mac Brown, Jason's Wright Thompson, and I'm playing Coach O again. Uh, and we're going to sort of stay on theme here, movie universe. We're going to do a scene from everyone's favorite sci-fi film, Avatar. Everybody, welcome. I'm uh, glad you're you're here. Um, I'm I'm General Mac. Um, I cannot stay for the entire. Uh, sequence here but um this is my wife and she is a general wife and um i'm here to brief you on the aliens aliens at uh, first i'll take a question yeah uh, this, this is the coach oh yeah uh could you got a tow cable because i got my truck stuck in the avatar over there <laughs> but that's that's a very good question um have you considered uh that that truck might be better suited playing another position not truck because uh, you've got it at truck. Have you considered moving it to something safer, for instance? No. No, I don't believe I don't believe in the safety. No way. No way, no how. Okay, I'll be taking I'll be taking other questions. Um if you have anything more more reasonable. I'll rip the seat I'll rip the seatbelt out of the truck because the government don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um <laughs> Coach O's <laughs> truck's daddy was stuck in the mud with no daddy to pull him out of the mud and there I was forged in the fires of Avatar's daddy is that enough is that enough yeah that's good that's good good corn terrible corn 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 buffs it's fine yeah sorry Blake no not sorry Blake you got what you paid for god damn it that's right. A, a late bad ad read. That's uh, it. What else? What else we got here? Um, 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 Josh Boggan would like for us to let it be known that John Penland wears panties, which is fine. That's fine. Um, that's fine. Some some people prefer underwear that doesn't have like leggings to it. You know. I don't know why you'd need to need to add fabric if you don't feel you need to to do so. So, listen. There's some men who can carry off a nice pair of tap pants. Let them. I have one for Matt Waters, which is topical here. Matt Waters wants us to say this podcast was good before the Florida Homer joined. Oh boy! All right, let's break this down. Um, again, extremely sexual Notre Dame fan here, so he's not talking about me. No. Um, Oh, God, just so hard thinking about Newt Rockney. <laughs> just, hold on, I'm going to be, okay, I'm fine. Um, oh, the echoes are awake. Um, oh, just put Rudy in. Let's see, uh, Jason is clearly a Kennesaw fan, so it can't be him. We have more playoff wins than uh, Florida has playoff trips, so. It's true. So it's Spencer. Spencer's the Florida Homer. Yep. And if the podcast was good before the Florida Homer joined, that means last week's episode was good, and this week's is bad. And guess what, Matt? You're right. Glad to, glad to bring the team down here for you it. Saw, you saw the future. 
I'm proud of you. Um, I'm going to combine two real quick here from Allison, who would like another impassioned rant about how shitty this country's indifference to Puerto Rico is. Um, and from, let me find it, Josh, who wants to know if we could please call the president fuckwit on the full cast. Well, we just did that one. And yes, once again, uh, friendly reminder that it's been countless weeks since hurricane hit Puerto Rico. Many people have left and probably won't return. The economy is in serious trouble. Uh, basic services are not yet fully restored. Meanwhile, our government decided to give them uh, a loan, which is the kind of thing your shitty stepdad does when you get in trouble. Yes, I will bail you out, but you're paying me back at 8%. Thanks, shitty stepdad United States. We love you. Hey, listen, we'd be fine to say like nice things about the president if you want to give money to Puerto Rico. If you want to give money to this, that'd be fine. You won't. <laughs> Uh, not, not a dime. Sending money to Puerto Rico to own the libs. That'd be great. I, I, I support that. Um, I think we're almost done. We do have uh, one from Scott and Jacqueline. who would like a full cast discussion on what grudge against Kentucky the designer of this original logo had. We'll probably, I don't know, we'll put this in the post or we won't. Uh, the, the, the gist of it is there's a old Kentucky Wildcats logo where if you look at the, um, the Wildcats got his mouth open, his tongue is displayed and it looks like a penis. looks like a weird penis just floating in the middle of his mouth. Like his mouth is some sort of wormhole out of which comes, um, red penis alien. It, he looks like a, it looks like a xenomorph that way. Oh. Oh. And also, I think the whole style of this is like super late 80s, so that lines up. Again, just listen to Boomer sooner. It'll make everything better. <laughs>